and welcome to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 27, recorded November 6th, 2017. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. And we are talking tonight about the new Marvel movie, Thor Ragnarok, starring Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston, Idris Elba, Anthony Hopkins, Kate Blanchett, Jeff Goldblum, Carl Urban, uh, Tessa, Tessa Thompson... Thompson. I'm forgetting half the cast still. A lot of people. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is in this movie. Mark Ruffalo, yeah. Uh, though we'll discuss how we wish how we wish we didn't know he was in the movie. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Anyway, yeah. lots of people are in this movie. Big, huge movie. The least we could have done is learned their names. No. Uh, <laughs> nah, no. Nah, it's too many people. <laughs> it, 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 it really is. No, the movie's a lot of fun. Um, directed by Taika Waititi, who... Uh, is also known for uh, what we do in the shadows and uh, Flight of the Concords. Yeah, um, who who brings a unique sense of comedic timing to this movie that is on display throughout and works brilliantly. I mean, I was I was practically in stitches the whole time. Yeah, the thing I was lamenting to Tim before that is that a lot of these movies, and this is number seventeen, people. I cannot believe that there are 17 of these movies, but a lot of the problem with a lot of these movies is that they all just sort of feel like uh, like an episode of a TV show. They all kind of all like have their own standard way of operation, and the way this director adds his own unique flavor with the comedy of it actually was really, really nice. Yeah, it, it, it had a, a very distinct flavor to it, owing... Largely to that, and uh, also partly to his non-appearance on screen as the character Korg. Yep, uh, being a rock monster. Actually, I realized that one of the one of the things that he says is, "I'm a thing, um, but not the thing." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, he is not an orange rock monster. And for the record, the thing is just some poor schmuck who became that. But yeah. Right. <laughs> I, ju- I just thought it was a good little little little. That was, that was, that was, that was a nice little in joke. Yes. That was a nice little in joke. Nice little Marvel in joke there. But yeah, like he. I'm not gonna say he's like that character steals the show, but whenever he's in the scene, he's the, definitely the funniest thing going on in the whole movie. Well, yeah, not, he's, yeah he's maybe the whole movie. Yeah. Um, very polite, deadpan, sort of odd comic relief. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. when when things are too serious, he he says something and. You know, fairly mundane, but just in in such a way to to throw everybody just a little bit off. It's 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 wonderful. So, the the gist of this movie is that basically we've had a whole bunch of characters already set up, and let's throw some of them in a movie together and just have fun. Yes, in a lot of ways, this is the Thor Hulk buddy movie, or another Thor Loki buddy movie, or. Ah. Or a little bit of both. Yeah, maybe a little bit of both. Um, it is interesting that they decided to go with that dynamic because I think if anyone needed it the most, it is Thor. You, you had said before that Thor kind of needs other Avengers to play off of in order to actually be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think he's more interesting when he's playing off at least one of the other Avengers. Hulk in particular, I, I think that's a good dynamic and I think that really worked here. That was very much on display in this movie. Well, they both have that like extra crazy strength thing going for them, so they have like yeah, they that, that in common. And like, I have not seen the other two Thor movies, and to be honest, that it, it didn't really hurt this movie that much. Um, <laughs> and an important thing I needed to know was replayed for us in this, not like uh, literally 
footage from you know part two was put in this movie but they reenact an important moment of part two with actors like who make cameos from other things so uh, i don't know it's i thought that was a nice touch too weird weird little scene that very very interesting <laughs> but yes but yeah just just a little bit of recap there for for those of you just joining the movies yes um, and I think when you have 17 movies, you should expect that people have not seen all of them. So they did yeah. a good job of catching people up to speed without it feeling weighed down by exposition. As far as the, the story here, it's it's pretty thin. Uh, you know, there's there's another world-ending threat. Yes. Um, not our world, though. Not, not, not our world, but Thor's world of, of Asgard. Uh, there's there's that we have you know the the hero you know somehow losing confidence or or losing control of his abilities in in some way and, and having to get them back and he's he's trapped and exiled and really there's nothing very heavy or very deep in in terms of the narrative here or really much in the way of character development this no. this movie as I've, I've I've said to a, a couple of folks already is pure popcorn and mm. totally unashamed. And that's fine. There's nothing There's nothing wrong with that. Um, that has its place in the world of entertainment and in the world of art. That said, there are still some like things that are a little bothersome. Um, our villain is played by Kate Bledgett. She is a daughter of Odin. Her name is Hela, which makes me think she's some kind of like California girl. But that aside... Um, <laughs> Like, she, I felt she was a little underused, but a part of that problem is the fact that this movie is extremely busy. There is a lot going on in this movie, and that doesn't hurt the popcorn thing about it, but as as my wife said, there was a lot of meanwhile back at the ranch going on in this movie, and a lot of that back at the ranch is back at Asgard with Blanchette, and she doesn't really get to be a villain that much, which is kind of depressing because I mean I like Kate Blanchett. I think she's one of the best actresses like ever. Throughout the whole movie, she's saying really ridiculous things, like absolutely stupid stuff. If you step back and actually look at what she's saying, but she does it in such a great way that you believe everything that she's saying. At one point in the movie, I was like, man, they have a too good of an actress for this, and. Tim and I both speculated that she probably knew someone and wanted to be in the Marvel movie, so I can't begrudge her that. But I still can't help but feel like she's a little underserved in this movie. But in a sense, so is just about everybody else except Hulk and Thor. So yeah, that's 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 largely true. I mean, Kate Blanchett is she absolutely holds the screen whenever it's yeah. it's a scene that that she's in, and she's she's great, and I think she. She looked like she had a lot of fun playing a villain, which yeah, is a bit it, of a change for her. Which, yeah, she doesn't get to be a villain. No, not 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 too much. But this is sort of the Marvel movies in general, is that their villains kind of could be better. Yeah, and this this one in particular, this this villain, you know, Hela, the the goddess of death, is really pretty one dimensional. This is really all there is to her. She's not that interesting as a character. She basically is just there to be a, a, a threat, to be a problem for the heroes to overcome. Yeah, and sometimes that's fine, but yeah. you can't help but feel like there's, I don't know, there's something kind of... You almost wonder what this movie would be like without a villain at all, and just Ragnarok was happening through some other course of events, and if the film would have been as good. Um, 
So I don't know. That's just that's that's sort of speculation on my part, but that's my big thing that bothers me. However, I still had a really good time. I laughed a lot. I I didn't have popcorn, but I would have eaten my popcorn. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Same same story. I didn't have actual popcorn for this movie, but I had the movie, which was popcorn. Exactly. This is more missed opportunity and a great what if. This doesn't make the movie bad. But I can't help but wonder if the film would have been better had we not known Hulk was going to show up. If they had not had him involved at all in any of the stuff, if Mark Ruffalo never showed up to a press junket, if, like, none of that, and it was just a total surprise that the Hulk was going to show up halfway through this movie, like, I can't help but wonder how awesome that would have been. But at the same time, I understand why they had it out there, because, I mean, there's a pretty good chance that not that as many people would have wanted to see the movie, so... Yeah, I mean, 10 years from now, when, when you show this to a kid for the first time and they have no idea that the Hulk is in it, and yeah, you don't tell them ahead of time... Yeah, they're going to have a really cool time! They really are. Yeah. We didn't get that, unfortunately, because it was all over the marketing because it had to be, but... It's lamentable, but it doesn't make the movie bad. Like, it doesn't make the movie worse. I just can't help but feel like the movie would have been... It would have gone up a level had we not known about it. Yeah, yeah, it, it it would have heightened the experience, I think. That's not so much a critique as it is a, as I've said, a lament. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's just sort of matter of fact. This is how this went. Yep, because it had to. Because it had to. Somebody in the marketing department was like, "Look, guys, no one's going to see this movie. People don't know Hulk is in this. <laughs> People don't care about Thor. If we can give him a haircut, but no one's going to care." Like <laughs> oh, this, this is what yeah. I imagined happened. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, oh. o- overall, this is this is not the greatest entry out of seventeen movies and counting, but it is an awful lot of fun, and it's yeah. it's it's worth seeing. I I recommend it. I enjoyed it. As as we said, the the plot and the storytelling is really pretty thin. There's there's not a lot of character growth or, or development here. Not not really. And I keep wondering how much I need that to be. No, I mean it's 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 not an absolute necessity. And you know, no. we're seventeen movies in. It's like, where where do you go from here? It, don't don't go into this one looking for for fine art. This is well, yeah. This is just entertainment. It's it's yeah. not pretending to be anything else. And and it delivers. Yes, unpretentious entertainment is also a great thing in the world, too. So, I don't know. I guess if I'm giving it a grade, I'm, di- I'm giving it a... It's something between, like, a B- and a B. It's like an 83 or an 84. It's uh, I enjoyed it. It's not the perfect popcorn movie. It's not the greatest popcorn movie I've ever seen. I wouldn't even be able to tell you what that is. But I did have a really good time, and if it came on TV again, I would totally watch it. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a little higher. I think mm. I, you know, more in the B to B plus range. Mm. Just it, it was so much fun. It is a lot of fun. It, yeah. it, it, it didn't have that something extra to really make it great to, you mm. know, push it into to a territory. But it's good. I will say that, like you know, I haven't seen the other two movies, so I don't have something else to compare it to. <laughs> eh. um, and and from what <laughs> other people have told me, that the other two are so not good that this one seems so much better. So. I'll I'll put that out there at least. Yeah, oh, but I, there's there, there's one thing I forgot to mention. I actually really enjoyed the score by Mark Mothersbaugh. Mark Mothersbaugh. Yeah, who, of Devo. Totally, totally played into the the retro '80s vibe. That the the score is very synth heavy. Yeah. Well, and, okay, okay. It's not retro. It is Mothersbaugh. Yeah, I mean, I, I I guess that's fair. It's just like yeah. this 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 sound was indigenous to the '80s, and yeah, 
as far as Mother's Ball is concerned, it didn't really go anywhere. Mm. He just brought it with him. Yeah, he totally did. He's, he scores a lot of things, though. Um, he does, uh, but, and he doesn't always take this angle. So this 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 was this was an interesting tack. It was actually really interesting because, um, like, I mean, I said that thing about how, like, you know, it's not really retro, but the the most of his music isn't like this. Um, his most of his score music isn't like this. And so, like, so that was kind of cool to see him get to do that. Uh, I really want him and Danny Elfman to like tour together. Oh man, that would be weird. With like musical scores, um, like like the way that Hans Zimmer does, where they like each yeah, have a set yeah, yeah. where they play where they play like stuff on their own, and then there's like like a break, and then they have like a fight. <laughs> um, I don't know what else. Yeah, I, just some somewhere in the middle, you'd you'd end up with some mashup between Devo and Oingo Boingo, and it would. And that sounds awesome. <laughs> it sounds awesome, but everybody's head would explode. I know it would be great. Um... <laughs> So that's Thor Ragnarok, 17 movies into the Marvel Universe. and 17! Uh, we will, yeah. we will talk about 18 when Black Panther comes out in February? February, I believe, and then uh, the, the next Avengers movie a few months after that. Yes. Something's wrong with us. Send help. Oh, well. Anyway, thanks for listening. That's our show, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. We're the same, you and I. Just a couple of hot-headed fools. Yeah, same. Hulk like fire, mm. Thor like water. Well, kind of both like fire. But Hulk like raging fire, Thor like smoldering fire. <laughs> <laughs>